Hello, everyone. This is Jacob. I'm here with Cora. And today we're going to be talking about something that not a lot of people may know about. It's uh, talking about the black voices in punk music from the early 80s all the way up until today. So, Cora, how much do you know about, about that know kind of... I nothing. You know this nothing? This is definitely your specialty right now. You think it's my specialty? Uh-huh. Okay. Like, could you, could you even name, like, other than, other than what's on the, the paper there, could you, could you name any? I knew Fishbone. That's it. Really? He didn't even know about... I had that Bad Brain shirt for a while. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of these bands, um, the thing, the thing is, is, like, I feel like each of them as a whole have, like, added a lot to the music industry, given, given the, how the entire landscape was entirely white-owned, in a way. Like, for example, if you go back all the way to the to the 50s um with elvis you know completely ripping the strings off of rock and blues and making that in of itself kind of wide owned you know what i'm talking about yeah i know about that situation yeah but i i feel like after the fact i shouldn't lean back i'm sorry after the (laughs) after the fact um bands such as bad brains you know kind of combated that by making their own impactful sort of tugging at the the norm sort of sort of deal because uh i mean there were bands such as like the dead kennedys and um uh death and suicidal tendencies that all had like black members but there was never one core uh black band as a whole and now we see it in bands such as like soul glow who uh released a, a, a i think it was an ep this this past year that was very very good very intense did you i recommend it it's an acquired taste have i played it in the car i don't know probably probably it's no it's definitely <laughs> more intense than the than the other two bands listed but um personally i feel like most bands of today kind of overshadow the diversity of like an all-black punk band or an all-black band in general Mm -hmm. because like i feel like punk is pretty niche in the sense of uh like just kind of john genrefying if that's a word yeah is that a word I have no idea, but I get what you're going for. Like, when I think of punk, I definitely don't think of, like, any black punk bands. Mm -hmm. But Alternative is kind of, like, somewhat diverse now. So maybe it'll get to that level. I hope so, because it it wasn't always like that. Because, I mean, like, how many black people are in Coldplay? (laughs) Okay, well, that's Coldplay. Or Maroon 5. Okay. That's rude. You you know what you're doing. I do know what I'm doing. I'm trying to name like the the, the Imagine, worst band. <laughs> the Imagine Dragons. Oh yeah, Mormon band. Yeah, the Mormon band. Shout out to all my Mormons. Yeah. If there's any Mormons in this class, raise your raise your hand. All right, you can put your hand down. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, well, I feel like most common music fans today 
wouldn't be able to name an all-black punk band or an all-black band just in general. I mean, there's like, there's like R&B kind mm-hmm. of things like the Fugees or uh, Arrested Development or Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. or uh, Diggable Planets. But that's like, you know, none of these, these are all vocalists or lyricists. They're not like, they're not all collectively like playing instruments and like making orchestral kind of works of art anymore you know Mm -hmm. and of course there's like bands from like west africa or you know the philippines or colombia dominican republic etc but they're all famous there you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah like I, I they're feel not like, international yet. Exactly, and I feel like it'd be rare for something like that to kind of break the break the mold in a sense. But um, some some easy examples of the uh, these all black bands that have really changed uh, the landscape, I guess. Would uh, we we said before Bad Brains, Fishba- uh, Fishbone, and a uh, Soul Glow? Um, they all you know come from pretty well-established places such as uh bad brains coming from dc which they eventually did get completely banned from dc do you know about that no i don't yeah because they uh since they were talking out and you know dc is mm-hmm. is dc dc yeah um they were just kind of like nah dude you're not allowed to talk out so they they kind of they just kind of gave them the boot when did that happen that happened like right at the beginning of their careers i was like early early 80s i think uh, i think it's self-titled came out like 82 okay well that makes sense yeah because the early 80s like m- musical climate was pretty it's pretty skeletal pretty barren i feel yeah. like but um if you if you fast forward to bands such as like fishbone their most of their music is pretty pretty more on the like the positive side whereas soul glow and bad brands are I mean, Bad Brains kind of share both a positive and a negative aspect because they're they're very angry, but other mm-hmm. times, like, you'd want to spark up to one of their songs, you know? Yeah. Because they, they did make, like, reggaeton music to kind of get in touch with their roots, which I think is amazing, you know, to have those cultural appearances by uh, certain black artists or just any artist in general to be kind of circulated in the American climate. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I kind of figured since I punk music to me is like definitely like I think of like edgy anarchists and <laughs> yeah, you know people who don't listen. So for Bad Brains, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. For Fishbone, I mean, they, they kind of made like ska music. Yeah, like you know the the jazzy yeah. punk, which is. It's fun and all, but, like... It sounds fun. So I didn't know about, like, the other types of punk that's considered punk, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Solo is just, like, in-your-face kind of stuff. Like, they... They're angry? They're very angry. They are very, very angry. Uh, they're still touring. They're, like... They're, they're like, a brand-new band. But I've been into them for, like, the past year or so and I, I like it but uh to wrap things up to wrap things up i feel like 
the impact that certain bands such as these can make is like I, I feel like any music fan could easily discover these bands or any you know punk or grunge or metal band but if it's all black you know that that adds a kind of adds like another layer to it like it adds a kind of mm-hmm. you know what i'm trying to say yeah like it adds a kind of an extra an extra level in a sense because it's like that you wouldn't expect yeah exactly because you you don't you don't see that very often that's what that's why you know you could you you only heard a fishbone yeah you know what i mean like and that's that, what this podcast is that's for. That's what this podcast shout is for. Shout out to Mr. Smith. Shout out to shout out to Yo Teach It Joey. Yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> Yo, everyone run ev- everyone run that up right now. It's his Twitter too. All my all my Mormons. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I feel like um they have they've got like tons of positive and empowering words and sounds that come from each, you know, collective more so than a uh, a band that would have not suffered from any discrimination or uh you know political bias yeah i imagine i imagine that takes like a that's like a good part of why they make that music yeah absolutely punk is all about kind of discussing societal issues such as that mm-hmm. so to have a black band do it it's very interesting yeah it feels like more powerful you know because mm-hmm. like you could have 10 white people to join the black panthers and like talk in circles and then you'd have like malcolm x kick down the door and be like yo this is what the the, the like what i'm saying means something you know what i mean like i feel like yeah. i can kind of relate to that in a sense <clears throat> so yeah Hello everyone, 